Welcome to the Self-Love Breakfast Club, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to the Self-Love Breakfast Club. I am Crystal Rose, your favorite self-love coach. That's right. I'm calling myself your favorite self-love coach. (laughs) We have a really cool episode today, you guys. Before that, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about, again, just recapping here, that we have a special going on at XL Nutrition. It's $50 off your first month. So if you're looking for a sustainable, balanced way to reach your goals this year, hit us up, crystalrose.com slash nutrition. I am also closing up enrollment for my self-love for life program. If you guys have heard me talk about this, probably too much. You're probably sick of it at this point, but you won't have to hear about it again for at least another 10 months or so because I am only doing this once a year. It is a once a year program. It is a full 10 month program. And I help women step into the best possible versions of themselves. We heal your wounds and you start operating from a place of alignment. No more hustle, no more bullshit, and no more self-help books. We don't need those anymore when we when we go through this program. So if you are interested or on the fence or, hey, even if we've talked before and you were like, this is totally for me, and then you're like, no, this is not for me, and you went back and forth hit me up again. My application is on the website. If you go to crystalrose.com and you click on the big self-love blurb, you'll find the application there. There's some testimonials from some sessions that I did earlier this fall, along with a little snapshot of my transformation recipe. So yeah, check that out, you guys. Like I said, I'm closing enrollment on the last day of the month so I can get going with our last few. I only have three spots open and I have a couple of calls set up. So if you are on the fence, dive in now and get yourself on my calendar. So today we are talking with Jordan Gomez. So I met Jordan, actually, we were co-hosting a panel. So we were at this like women's empowerment event. We had never met each other before. And they're like, yeah, you guys are co-hosting. I think we talked like maybe once um, through like Instagram voice notes. I don't even think we ever had like a full-blown conversation. And it was really cool because it just totally flowed. We both just kind of like played off each other. I thought she was really cool. She thought I was really cool. She has a podcast. I have a podcast. So obviously I had to have her on it. So she's all about body confidence, you guys. She is such a cool chick. And She is a body positive life coach who helps women lose weight, gain muscle, and feel confident in their skin. She believes that in the fitness industry, there is a disconnect about how we should treat our bodies throughout our fitness journey. She focuses on self-love and body positivity as the ideal way for women to create long-term lifestyle change. Okay, you guys. So like I said, I have a really awesome guest today. 
Her name is Jordan Gomez. We actually co-hosted, like, emceed an event before together. So I already know that this is going to be an awesome episode. So Jordan, welcome to the Self Love Breakfast Club. Yes, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Crystal. So pumped to have you here. So before <laughs> we get going, we have kind of like an initiation that we do called GTV. <gasps> Okay. All right. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) So it is called GGB, which is goals, gratitude, and badassery. So right now, what are your current goals? All right. Right now, current goals. I always gravitate towards business, so I'll try and do a combo. (laughs) But goals right now, um, I am looking to launch my Body Confident Blueprint program where I'm working with women online to feel confident in their skin. Um, I am hosting a live retreat COVID hopefully next, next fall. Um, so working on that, that's like my big scary goal coming up. Uh, So planning that, promoting that, getting that ready for Charleston, South Carolina. And then, um, as far as goals upcoming, uh, me and my husband are nomads right now. So the end goal of next year would probably be to find somewhere to, to settle down. Possibly we might also just travel for a few, few years. So yeah, my goals are pretty broad here. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And gratitude. So what are you grateful for? Mm. Ooh, this year. <laughs> um, so 2020 recording this. As far as, gra- <laughs> as far as gratitude, um, I am grateful for this time period to be just a moment to pause and mm. recognize everything that I have in my life. Um, also just grateful for, uh, I would say God's timing, the universe timing, because I think that we have this idea, like a planner that you had in 2020 of like what your year is going to look like. And it did not look like that at all for most people. And I think I'm learning to be grateful for that, um, flexibility and things happening in their own timing. So that's probably the two biggest ones. Yeah. I love that. My, my coach always says everything is happening for you in perfect timing. Absolutely. I yeah. believe that. And a badassery. So something you've done recently that you think is pretty badass or you're just like really proud of yourself for? Oh, let's see. Badassery. There's just so many. No. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> so badass. How do I choose? Oh, yes. How do I choose? No. <laughs> this year has been so crazy. I wouldn't describe most of my things as badass because it's like, okay, staying at home watching Netflix with my husband and my dog. Like, I don't know if that's badass, but it feels, <laughs> feels good for me this year. Um, Let's see. I guess launching, going completely online and trusting my business and being the sole um, breadwinner in our home as like a mm-hmm. strong female and like my husband's full-time in school. I think that was a pretty badass shift. For Hell me yeah. Last year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love mm-hmm. that. Cool. So let's dig into like the meaty stuff. So you post a lot of like body image, stuff like that. I know like you're real big in that space. So talk a little bit about that and like why it's important to you. Ooh, um, I could talk about this for hours and I know we're going to keep it capped. So I'm going to try and stick to just the basic. Um, so body positivity and self-love is something that I'm very passionate about. I know you're passionate about as well. Um, and I think just in the fitness industry specifically, like I was a group fitness instructor in college and there was a lot of pressure to look and and be a certain way when you're showing up in that environment in the fitness environment. And Mm. I was not necessarily like this skinny, more petite, girl, I was definitely a little bit more like bigger. I put on muscle and back then it wasn't cool to put on muscle. So it was like (laughs) easy for me to put on muscle without trying. And I felt like I was always comparing myself and not feeling super positive in my skin. 
And it took me to actually gain weight and gain muscle and start going to the gym and stop focusing on um, trying to be small and start focusing on how can I be stronger? How can I feel empowered with this workout today? And that shift, that shift of body positivity towards myself changed my life and it changed my life for the better. And uh, after going through that experience myself, I just wanted other women to have that same experience because I think we're just taught to stay small and to not make waves and kind of like stay in our place basically. And I want um, more women to just own that space and take up more space even. And so that's where really that body positivity and self-love comes from just my own experience for sure. Yeah. I can so relate to that. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's just so much freedom, um, in like weightlifting and, you know, like true fitness. Cause I say true fitness because I thought fitness was like running forever on a treadmill. Yeah. I was like, I friggin' hate fitness. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's just not my jam, but I felt like in order to look a certain way, I had to starve myself and just like yeah. run forever. Yeah, and same. So when I picked up a barbell, it was like, what? And then it was like, yeah, I need, I want to give this to everyone. I want everyone to feel like exactly this amazing, this strong, this empowered. So yeah, I love that. Love that journey for you. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, it's, it's been quite a journey. And and now I'm, I'm definitely diving into more of like, I know you are are too with like mindset and, and just deeper into like, well, okay, why are you feeling this way about yourself? Like, Mm. how can we dig deeper? How can we get stronger from this? So then it's just, you're feeling empowered in yourself so then you can go out and empower others. And that's really my mission here. Yeah. I love that. I feel like it's so, um, it's so weird how, and I noticed this, how, you know, something is going on in my life, like mentally or emotionally, it tends to be taken out on my body or like how I see myself, you know, in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you have that experience too? Absolutely. I mean, I think that, it's almost like it's taught without realizing it that mm. that's that it's always you that's wrong. It's like okay, you're you're the one that's imperfect, but when you look at it, it's like you're always not going to be enough. Like you're always your hair is always too frizzy or not a volume. Mm. You're always like <laughs> too, too thin or too fat. You're always not you're always missing the mark because if you always feel like you are not enough, then you're going to always be searching for that gratification from buying something or getting something to make you feel better when really you have to find it in yourself. And so yeah. I struggled with I struggled with that a lot. I think a lot of my clients do too. It's just like when something was going on bad in your life, you would just try and it's almost like punishing yourself. You mentioned that with cardio. It was Mm -hmm. like, if you felt like you weren't good enough, well, then I'm not doing enough cardio. So I need to do that more. Or I ate this, so I'm bad. So I need to punish myself with working out. And that's really not what exercise and fitness and movement is about, you know? Yeah. I think everything kind of like implodes, like, Mm -hmm. especially if, you know, you are, we'll say drug of choice happens to be like emotional eating, you know, Mm -hmm. or, um, you're stressed. So you eat and then you eat and you feel guilty and then you feel like shit or you're, you're, you'll puffy. And then like, maybe you gain some weight and then you're mad. And then the cycle continues and it just goes and goes and goes. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, it's wild to me how much we take this out on our bodies instead of, you know, Hey, I feel gross or I feel bad Mm -hmm. or I feel stressed. And like, how can I, how can I healthily, internally process these emotions rather than seeking, you know, something external to make me feel better, which never, never works. <laughs> no, exactly. You said it really well though with the cycle is like, we get caught up in this cycle of thinking like, okay, I ate too much. So I'm going to restrict my food or restrict my food. So it leads to a binge A binge might lead to some weight gain and then you feel guilty again. And so it's like a never ending cycle. And I think the important thing that I had to break up with was this idea of 
doing everything perfectly. So like mm-hmm. I would, I would write out a diet that I was like all these rules of like, you can't do this thing. You can't have this. You can't do that. Um, you have to work out like seven times a day, twice a day. And like just all this crazy, like unreasonable, unrealistic things that I was expecting myself. And then if I messed up once, I would start to that self-hate, that negative self-talk would start to come in and roll back. And it would just spiral me into this feeling of like, see, you can't even do that right. And this imperfect, Mm. you're you're not good enough. And that's where I think that that's the issue is we're trying so hard to reach the standard of perfection. Really, like, like you said, if you're dealing with something, instead of saying like, oh, I need to add more cardio. Like maybe let's dig a little deeper. Like, why am I feeling this way? Why do I, why am I upset that I'm feeling more bloated? Is my energy level different? Like, am I experiencing something different at work or in my relationships or with myself? Am I not sleeping as well? Like, am I not pooping enough? Like, it's just, there's so many different (laughs) reasons we can be feeling a certain way. And it's not always about us trying to do things perfectly. And I think that's the the thing I had to break up with was perfectionism for sure. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause you're not a perfectionist. Like when people are like, I'm a perfectionist, like, no, you are not a perfectionist. Perfectionism is fear-based and it's a coping mechanism. Absolutely. So if you think you're perfectionist and that's a super cool part of your personality or something you think you have to deal with forever, you don't, you don't. Yeah. It's a coping break up mechanism. With it. Yeah. ASAP. I agree. <laughs> Just be messy. I'm telling you, man, good, good mm-hmm. and done is better than perfect. That is so true. I'm all about taking messy action. I'm all about just rolling with it and just yeah. basically creating the plane as it starts to fall. Like you're not trying to have everything figured out beforehand or you will never take action. I would not be where I am today if I waited until the right time. Oh my God, no. I mean, as a business owner and like, you know, Rebellia has seen so many renditions, like if, I'm sure. <laughs> like the hideous shit we started with and like you just posted about that. Oh my God. <laughs> your first yeah. dress or something. And it wasn't even the worst of it. Like the worst of it wasn't actually seen. We we just, we swept <laughs> that one under the rug and we're like, don't look, <laughs> don't look. But yeah, I mean, you know, we just started because, because, you know, it was important to start. It was important to just like, mm-hmm. okay. And I had to like, let go of, you know, the ego of being, mm-hmm. you know, being seen because it's, we all want to like hide in a closet and get really good at something before we show it to the world. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's just not how it works. And sometimes it's doing it wrong. Uh, you know, many, many times yes. helps you figure out how to do it right. <laughs> exactly. You said it so well, let go of your ego. I think we get so caught up in, in how we're going to be perceived by others mm. that it keeps us from doing anything. And it's like, dude, no, you're supposed to fail. You're going to learn from failure. And honestly, from what I've experienced, it's like, I get more respect from the fact that I'm even trying, even if I fail. Like, like you said, with your clothing brand, like you started and people supported that because they respected you for starting that business. Yeah, There's really no such thing as an overnight success. So instead of trying to glorify the end results for people, like we need to really um, embrace the messiness and like even people's messiness and journey. So if they do fail, don't put them down for failing, lift them up so they can continue to try. And that's really what I try and do every single day as a coach, as a human being. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Because like the whole thing is what someone, I can't remember who says this, but you know, are you in your worst case scenario? Like what's your worst case scenario? So you fail and like what you have to keep doing what you're doing right now. Like, so you're in your worst case scenario. So why not just try (laughs) to get out of your worst case scenario, whether that be with your body or Mm -hmm. with, you know, your job or whatever it may be. If you, you know, Mm -hmm. because I think what 
the, the big fear in failure, I think, is that not wanting to feel shame. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The avoidance of shame. And like shame is a shitty freaking feeling. Like no one likes it. I mean, Brene Brown made a whole career out of yeah. shame, you know, like, yeah. because it's probably like the number one avoided thing of that humans but I think with the, with the emotion of shame, it's like something that we're allowing ourselves to feel like, yes, people might be directing that towards you and trying to make you feel that way, but mm. you still, you still ultimately have the choice of whether you're going to let that, that feeling of shame come up, or if you're going to embrace where you're at right now, accept and give yourself grace and keep moving instead of allowing shame to hold you back or other yeah. people's judgments to hold you back. And that's just a big thing I've had to work through myself, just yeah. in my career and my fitness and my goals, everything. Even just like feeling it, like mm-hmm. letting yourself feel shameful and feel shamed. You know, I think usually when that, when that feeling arises, we're like, we don't want to feel this. And so we either project onto others or we, mm-hmm. you know, we, we are mean to other people or we are defensive because we just don't want to allow ourselves to feel that feeling. And the best way to get through something is to just feel it, yes. allow yourself, you know, honor those emotions and then, and then move on. I think that's another thing when people come to me with, with the idea of like, oh, well, you're body positive. You're like really happy all the time. And it's like, okay, yes. But I also, I also cry all the time. I feel yeah. all the emotions. And like, I, I really challenge my clients to do the same thing. Like you said, if you're having, if you're feeling kind of shameful, I'm going to take away the word shame and, and put it in with like, if you're feeling like a little bit just having a not so great self-confidence day. Like you look mm. in the mirror and you're kind of struggling instead of being like, ugh, like making yourself feel bad and almost having like twice the guilt. Like you're guilty about feeling this way and you're guilty about like letting yourself feel that way. So instead you're like, okay, I kind of have not having a great day. What can I focus? Like, what can I focus on that does make me feel good? Like maybe I just need to have a day in and wear some comfy clothes and just feel, I don't know, cry, go watch, go watch this is us or something that makes you cry. <laughs> like it's okay to do that and, and work through something and I think reminding ourselves that like yes I'm feeling this way but this is not who I am this doesn't Mm. define me I'm working through this and that was a very powerful shift for me as well Um, I don't know if you've experienced that yeah well and I like that you brought that up though about like people thinking that you're just like happy and bubble you know positive (laughs) all the time and it's like (laughs) like I felt like I even had to clarify this on like my own social media not too long ago just being like listen I have been through some shit, you know, and, and where I'm at right now is awesome. And I am talking a lot about it because mm-hmm. I am, you know, in the process of, of giving this, this gift I have found, you know, to other women and help guiding them into it. Mm-hmm. But it is not all sunshine and roses. Like growth mm-hmm. is painful and growth can oh, yeah. be really ugly and dark. And it's like, there's a lot, I think out there, people just that just be positive. So <laughs> <laughs> you started on that love and light, just be positive. Like that is just not. <laughs> think positively, say 10 yeah. affirmations about yourself. And it's like, yeah. In especially, you know, in body image, like mm-hmm. if you look in the mirror and you hate what you look like, it's better for you to accept that you hate yourself. It's better to just accept the fact that you hate where you're at right now mm-hmm. because that's what's going to get you, like push you along the way to be able to accept your body as is. And then maybe someday you'll be able to love it. You can't just go from hating your body to like saying 50 affirmations in the mirror about how pretty body. you are. Yeah. I love my yeah. body. And, and then feeling it like that's not how it works. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think the idea of body acceptance and 
not necessarily going straight towards body positivity, but just recognizing, okay, well, maybe I don't feel great in my skin right now. Maybe I even hate my body, but what are some things my body still does for me, even though I do hate it? Like my body still is able to walk. My body's still able to move. My body can still dance. I can still breathe. And like those things might seem really simple, but that might need to be the first step of acceptance. And then you can shift towards a little bit more confidence and positivity. But again, even that, it's not going to be like that constantly. (laughs) So don't, don't see it as failure. If one day you're feeling yourself and then the next day you're not, don't think, Oh, I failed at this whole body positive thing. Like, no, that's not how it works. It's a journey. It's an up and down thing. And it's just about you accepting where you're at in that present moment, every single day, continuing to accept and love yourself every single day, exactly as you're showing up. And that is really what I've learned and what I teach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, progress isn't linear in any, in any, any, any facet of life. And it's, (laughs) it's crazy to me that like people still expect it to be Mm -hmm. that, you know, I backslid or Mm -hmm. I can't believe I'm here again. And well, you're not here again. You have Mm -hmm. more knowledge and understanding. And and if you get out of it quicker, then like that's progress. That's a win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. I feel like, you know, I, I love that there are women like you out there um, and, and me out there and that, you know, we're kind of like more on that balance train because I think there's such a like, there's a there's a really big pendulum swing from the diet culture era, which I am so anti, <laughs> like super anti. I feel there's, you, yeah. yeah. You know, there's diet culture and then there's also anti-diet culture. And I like to find myself somewhere in the middle because I, you know, do believe in like, health and wellness and all of that. And I think, you know, some, each side can get like super duper crazy on that. Um, but I think it's, you know, finding that center, like we kind of have to swing one way and then swing the other. And then until we finally kind of like where your space is. Yeah. Settle in the middle where you're just like more balanced. Yeah. I, um, so that's really why I started to dive into more of like the self-love and body positivity because I was seeing women that were wanting to lose weight, but it's like, they were only viewing it as like, okay, I have to restrict, I have to be disciplined and like do all these things perfectly. Um, and I have to hate where I'm at right now in order Mm. to make change. Basically like I have to hate that where my body, I have to hate where I'm at. I have to hate myself and to change. And that is like such a negative approach to create change. Whereas um, the body positivity side thing is like, okay, love your body, love yourself. You're enough. And that's great. But like the issue was I was having client, I was having people come to me in my DMS and they're like, I know that I feel better when I'm at a different weight, when I'm a little bit lighter than where I'm at. Mm. I know I want to make changes. I want to have healthy habits, but I feel guilty that I want to lose weight. Like there was this guilt on the other end of things. And I, I think that that's the issue. And I, I don't know if you've heard the thing with Lizzo and her, her juice cleanse thing and all that, but okay, I'll tell you. About no, <laughs> but basically this idea of like, you can't want to make changes. And, um, because then that's like not body positive because you're right. being negative towards your body. And that's why I want to take a body positive approach to fitness. Cause I think it's fair. If you do want to lose weight, I have clients who come to me and sometimes they think they want to lose weight, but once we get down to the why it's actually not weight loss that they're looking for. And that's okay. You know, and that's mm-hmm. great. And so all I care about is for women to be able to make the decision on their own with what they want to do for their bodies, for their lives, for their success. And I want them to be the ones to define that and not let it be a narrative that they've been told they're supposed to look, think and act and be a certain way. But no, it's like, but what do you want? Like, do you actually want to lose weight? Is that truly what you want? Then let's do it. Let's go. But if it's not, and you just feel like guilty because you think you're supposed to be what you weighed in high school, which is bullshit. Oh my God. Then then we need to break up with that. Then that's what we need to break up with. That's 
outside of diet culture, but then you get to find where that healthy medium is, like you were saying with the pendulum. And I think that's really a powerful analogy is that pendulum for sure. That's beautiful. I think that's really beautiful. I mean, you know, it's... At the high school thing, I can't. You know, I, can't. I get that a lot from people. I'm like, no, you, you're a fucking forty-something-year-old woman. You've had how many kids? And you want yeah, to? You did like, not have curves. Yeah, and you're like upset. You don't weigh what you did in no. high school. For fuck's sake! Like, what are what are we what are we doing? Like, where is this coming from? You know. But yeah, exactly. it's like such an ingrained like belief, or you know, the 1200 mm-hmm. calorie thing, or that mm-hmm. you know gotta be small, gotta be skinny, gotta have abs. And there's like that fitness extreme and there's like the skinny extreme, yep. and the you know, the anti-diet culture, body positivity extreme. And it's yep. kind of like, what is, you know, people are asking themselves like, what's wrong here? Like, where, where am I wrong? I'm wrong if I think this, I'm wrong if I feel mm-hmm. that. And it's like, damned if you do, damned if you do. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I used to really, really want abs. And I realized at one point, like, no matter how I just genetically, it's just, it, it ain't different. It. Yeah. I have seen women with probably like 30 more pounds of like actual body fat on their body with lines, with yeah. ab lines. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have gotten to the point where I was super, super lean. Mm-hmm. And you can see some obliques, but you ain't see any middle of the, the ab lines. And I'm like, it it is not worth it for me to, yeah. you know, why? So I can, I can walk around being like, I have abs, but I'm really hungry and <laughs> Exactly. <sad."> exactly. <laughs> like why? I think why is the biggest question. Like, why do you feel that way? Why do we want yeah. that? And that's something that I don't think we ask ourselves enough is like, well, why do you want to accomplish this? Why do you want to embark on this new career? Why do you feel like you need more money? Money's not bad. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying knowing your why behind it is so powerful when you're making changes in your life. Right. Like if if your why is because other people are, or because I think I will like myself more than or love myself then when, when I get there, um, then it's, you know, maybe you should reassess your, your reasoning. Yeah. And I think that that asking yourself why and then getting back to that high school question, because I do get that a lot, whether it's like a college weight or a high school weight or a wedding weight, whatever it was, like they're thinking about the past. And I'm like, okay, really think back to like when you were that weight. And did you still feel like, did you feel really happy in your skin? Were you really confident? The answer might be yes sometimes, but Mm. the answer might also be no. It might be actually like, I thought I was fat in high school. Like I was really mean to my body in high school. This is me. I was really mean to my body in high school. I was on, I went on every crazy diet that I could see or that my mom went on, like every single one. And so for me to think that that's what the solution was to go back to that, like, do you really want to go back to where that girl is? Or do you want to go to a a completely different realm where you're going with that growth to where you're feeling Mm. strong inside and out? And that's a big question to ask that I don't think enough of us do. We just assume that that's the answer is that smaller size. Yeah. That I've got to get back to. Mm -hmm. I feel like I talk about that a lot, that got to get back to, back to this. And it's Mm -hmm. like, just let it go. It's over. You're here now. Yeah, and working. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't have been working if you're in a place right now where it's like, right. you're not, you're not happy then you weren't happy then you're not happy now. And or I, there's just ebb and freaking flow. Like, yeah. Different you know? seasons, different yeah. seasons of your life where maybe priorities need to change. Maybe like in a point, like it was great for you to be able to focus on your fitness real. And that meant like having yeah. abs. But then at this point you're like, I had kids and like, maybe I want more of a balance. Like that's Even, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> exactly. Even this year, like for me personally, like when, when, uh, you know, COVID really hit and there was mm-hmm. like the whole lockdown and all that stuff. And my husband wasn't able to travel for work. Like I was super, like I was way fitter than I am at the moment because mm-hmm. I was 
I had a workout partner. <laughs> so my, my husband and I worked out, you know, uh, five days a week and that, you know, I, I was counting macros at the time where I had mm-hmm. kind of loosely let go of that and was like, loosely counting them. But I was like, why not? I have nothing else to do. So, you know, like, let's just rock it. And I've gotten to the point now where I'm, I'm trying to work on some nagging issues, um, with my lower back. And I am also working on intuitive eating because mm-hmm. I just went through a whole program where I'm teaching women to listen to their bodies. And, and you're like, I need to do that myself. Yeah. Like I need to be in integrity with what I, what I am <laughs> teaching. So like, yeah. And the pendulum swinging and, and, you know, we mm-hmm. got a little bit fluffy and we couldn't quite figure some things out, but we're learning. And going through this process, I can't sit there and tell someone else, you know, how, not how to feel, but you know, I can't sit there and be like, Oh, it'll all even out if I haven't done it myself. Yeah. So, you know, a very different place. Like did my body quote unquote look better like Mm -hmm. six, seven months ago? Sure. You know, I felt good too. Um, but right now I feel good in a different way. Yeah. And I don't like hate how I look because it's, you know, it's not as fit, but I'm sure six months from now, we're going to be looking at a totally different situation. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, this pandemic has been so long. I've had enough oh time God. to get in like the best shape and like some of the coolest <laughs> shape ever throughout the entire pandemic aspect because it was like March, I had this focus like, yeah, we're at home. Let's go. Let's focus. And then I'm, I got tired of it. I got quarantine yeah. burned out. I'm like, I don't really want to do another homework. I want a barbell. And so <laughs> I understand if, if you're listening to this and you did feel like you're like, I thought that I I was going to leave this quarantine and be in this amazing shape and blah, blah, blah. Like give yourself grace. Like maybe you needed something else this year and it was not a six pack. Like it really could have been other things. And I think that's what I've been having to work through is like, you are, like you said, it's okay to love yourself now where you're at. It's okay if you've gained 15 pounds and you can still love yourself. You don't need to hate your body to change it. And it's also okay to want to make changes. But I think instead of focusing so much on like the number or getting back, like you said, going back, we need to focus on, well, what do you feel like needs to change? If it's like Mm. your mindset, if it's your habits, if it's some things that you're eating that don't make you feel as good and finding a more balance or going to sleep earlier. Like there's so many things that it could be, but if we just focus on those and not the number, you're going to get to a better place anyways, you know? Yes. And I'm just going to echo what you said. You don't need to hate your body to change it. Yes. You, I mean, it's your prerogative. If you want to change your body, who cares what other people think, or if people think you look great as you Mm -hmm. are, or, you know, it doesn't matter. Like it's your body and you get to explore how it feels and different, you know, or looks and and that's totally fine. You don't have to, you don't have to hate your body to change it. Absolutely. Ooh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we are vibing. I feel all this right now that you're saying. I know, saying, I love so. <laughs> it. I love it. Well, I, you know, I honestly just, I say this all the time. My listeners are probably so sick of hearing me say it, but I feel like the more coaches there are out there, whether it be nutrition or, um, you know, body image or combat, whatever it is, if you are on this side of the fence, (laughs) if you're on the side of the fence where you just want women to feel good about themselves and find their own balance and what works for them and not like some cookie cutter thing or shaming them Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, maybe they went over their calories or whatever, (laughs) you know, or because no excuses and they didn't hit the gym 75 Uh, times That hustle grind mentality. Uh, Don't even get started. It's gross. I don't even know how it still exists, but it really does. And and I say this to, you know, even my my team, I have Mm -hmm. nutrition coaches working for me. I say, we'll always have jobs because of these people, you know, we will always have jobs because 
for every good coach there is, there's like 10 horrible ones. And there's like, you know, 10, (laughs) no excuses, grind, 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 75 day hard jack wagons out there telling people (laughs) shit that's fucking them up. (laughs) Yeah. And then essentially they're, they're gaslighting them and making them feel like they're the problem. Yeah. Disciplined enough. You weren't strict enough. Like, and then they start over and do it again because they're like, Oh, well they're right. I wasn't strict enough. And, and that's the shit that drives me crazy. Yeah. I don't have the willpower. Yeah. I've been in this industry for a while and I'm like, dude, how dare you make someone feel like that when that's just, you're creating unrealistic goals for them. Like Mm -hmm. it's just not okay. And I think I think that's where we come in. It's like being a bridge for those people that want to make changes, but not in a way that's that's going to make them be antisocial and hate themselves and say mm-hmm. no, to, no to like amazing memories with, with family yeah. or meals or whatever. Go to the party, drink yeah. the wine, eat yes. the eat the goat cheese. Like, <laughs> gosh, yes, eat the cheese plate. <laughs> you know, and then like, hey, if it's important to you, then hit get back on it tomorrow. Yeah. But you don't have to avoid all that. And I think that's what that messes people in the head, you know, because uh, even me personally, way back mm-hmm. when it either had to be like crazy restrictive and like yeah. super duper hard and results had to be like fast mm-hmm. or I was off the rails eating all the things that I shouldn't be eating yep. and a hot mess. And people don't really buy it that they can eat what they'd like. And because no one knows what moderation actually that's, is. That's a word that's a, that's a big thing for me. Yeah, like you don't know, you know, I mean, you look at a serving of yeah. anything, peanut butter these days, and it's rude as hell, but like, you know, that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is, and I people think, don't know that. Yeah, it's hard to tell people to just like, oh, well, just find moderation or find balance, and it's really like you figuring out what's right for you, and that's going to take some trial and error, mm-hmm. but if you're not willing to be okay with some error, then it's going to mm-hmm. be really frustrating for you, and so I see so many clients or people in my DMs are like, I can't even have like cake in the house or ice cream in the house or cookies in the house. So like this time of year is stressing them out. So they're like, can't have any of that. And the idea is like, you're putting, you mentioned the pendulum when you use that. Cause I mm. love that analogy. It's my favorite. It's like this idea of like, if you're telling yourself you can't have these things and mm-hmm. you're putting yourself on this restrictive diet to where you can only eat these five foods or whatever it is, that's like really far to the Ugh. right. And then the <laughs> second, the second that you let go, the second that you have one bite of something you that releases and it swings all the way to yeah. the other side like you're saying where it's just like you want that is a violent swing yeah oh my gosh (laughs) that is a violent swing from one side to the other (laughs) but if you can heal that relationship with food and you like prove to yourself hey I can have a cookie I can have a day where I ate a ton of cookies and then not go crazy the next day like I can readjust and be okay and give myself grace when I do mess up like Mm -hmm. that's where the sweet spot is you know what I'm saying like that's really where we need to find ourselves um, and that's what I want to teach people. I just like totally. where my passion lies. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love your videos too. I love you. You have Thank the you. cutest like little reels and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm ridiculous. Listen, I'm at home I all day by it. myself. So I'm getting a little crazy with this quarantine life. <laughs> I love it. I need to, I need to take the time to do that. Um, to do more of that. Cause take I, messy action, do it, <laughs> look, look like an idiot like I do and just do it. They're fun, but you look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank so you. we like to end things on a quote. So is there like a quote like that you live by or maybe just like lately has kind of been like hitting it for you that you can share with us? 
I mean, anything by Marianne Williamson is really, really good. And I'm going to butcher her quote. So I'm going to actually like, <laughs> that's okay. Up, We're so fine with that. <laughs> um, yeah. But just the idea we, I talked about like being small and the idea of like, that's what it takes to make change. But the quote is, as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Mm. Um, there's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. Um, I'm not sure who that's from. I've, or I've butchered it into my own words, but just that is something that is so true and you're allowed to take up space. Yeah. And if people, if people's insecurities are sparked by you shining, like that's all that says more about them than you. So I love that. That's great. Exactly. That's great. Where can we find you? Oh, I'm everywhere. Um, so <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram. It's jgofitlife. So Jordan Gomez, jgo, not stop, but go. Um, and you can find me. I have a podcast called Confident and Uncomfortable, which we're going to have you on for, Yay. which I'm really excited about. So you can find me on, on Spotify or Apple for Confidently Uncomfortable. And then um, you can also just go to jagofitlife.com and just kind of like stalk me on my website and check me out. <laughs> Perfect. Stalker, you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate Thank you. Thank you. It's been so fun. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Breakfast Club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.